Twitter with that handle at Dome Station. So for those of you who missed the grand two-night premiere of Let me start off by saying, whoever did the transcript needs to be fired. Oh goodness, there is just messy, 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 messy. I think they just turned on one of these you know, cheapo uh, speech, you know, programs where Go up, people. This is going to be a long run. So we're going to start with Amy Klobuchar and this quote from her is with the question of the college and her response was, quote, and she's talking about, quote, Donald Trump is sitting in the White House and gloats about what's going on. And you have so many people that are having trouble affording college and having trouble affording their premiums. Students should be able to pay off their student loans. Unquote.
that he owns and a podium that we can't for some for some reason that we can't jump on and start talking about stuff for a bunch of women who are around the age of thirty. So I just took two words. Wealth inequality from his from the various one of various things that he said. Okay, whenever a Democrat, especially a left basically just means people who they feel are evil because they make more than others. And there doesn't have to even be a reason for why they make more money than others or have more money than others because I would stop saying more than somebody else or different than somebody else.
Castro talked about being a supporter of the equal rights movement. nature um, and, and how that reflects jobs. So first of all, men do have certain biological advantages that men have and that's just the way that they're naturally wired that allow them to do certain jobs better than women. that women don't really again when you hear the word equality it has actually nothing to do with recognizing diversity when you hear a lack of say equality about anything you know what you know what you know what we want robots. See, the same exact work, same exact pay, same exact thing every day. They don't say stupid crap. They just follow orders. Okay, that's all this crazy. But anyway, off topic already. And then de Blasio, the uh, failed governor of New York who turned away a couple hundred thousand Amazon jobs, by the way to jump into the mix. He says, well, we've been addressing income inequality in New York City by raising wages, raising benefits, and by putting money back in the hands of working people. $15 minimum wage, paid sick day, pre-K for all, things that are making a huge difference in working people's lives. Period. And then the second statement as part of that is, there is plenty of money in this country in the wrong hands. Yeah, that's just kind of the basic leftist pitch about everything. It's all in the wrong hands. Give it to us and trust us. Right. Uh, I'm going to go with, yeah, I don't trust you further than I can throw you out of tilted toy window. Actually, not that I would, but no, I just don't trust these people intellectually dishonest. John Delaney jumps into the mix and says, we need to make sure everyone has a living wage. 
really a government's responsibility, per se. See, here's the other thing about this one believing. Uh, personal responsibility. Well, okay, they believe in it, but only if you are walking right exactly in line with how they think that should look. Very tolerant, yet completely intolerant left of the Democratic Party. They enjoy the government. And then Inslee jumps in. He says it's not right that the CEO of the Dump makes 200 times more than the people swinging hash McDonald's. Uh, you know, even if that's the corporate ladder thing kind of earned it so now not only are the corporations are evil but the people who are above you in the ladder who make more money are evil then you talk about wind turbines and how they take out uh, I'm not sold on that so I'm going to have to go with the statistics Solar. Someone's going to have to explain that to me. Uh, both Inslee and Tim Ryan. They make one of these points each of them makes a reference. Uh, Inslee does to the wind turbines and one does to the solar industry. And then one finally gets to jump into the fray. And the first comment I have from her is, giant corporations have exactly what they wanted to, and that's the profits. Uh, not entirely true. I do know that if you try to take money from people by force, uh, if you don't make it... This is... They're painting this one-sided because the idea that they're they have no loyalty to their employees or anything else I don't think is true across the board. Again, this is painting with a broad stroke brush which honestly really annoys me. And then we get in basic human responsibility. There's a difference between a right and responsibility. We have a responsibility to make good judgments about our own health and take care of ourselves. Mm, 
not fundamentally somebody else's land, the notion would be free life. And they gathered junk instruments, talked about how to make money, and be saved by supporting the middle class health program, and how it would reduce the administrative cost, the audit cost, and ensure that everyone gets the quality health care that they need. countries in the world who have universal health care or some health area health care system. Every one of them has some form of of a rule of private insurance. Uh, again, you can fact check that. Not really true. Costs go up. Again, healthcare is a bonus. If you're healthy, you're going to have an easy time with certain things, education, and more longevity in the employment work field, and generally a higher life expectancy. Okay, but again, you can't. It's a misleading statement. You've got to have personal responsibility, people. Try it sometime. And then Castro. Okay, this is one word. This is going to get really ridiculous. Okay. He says, I don't believe in only reproductive freedom. I believe in reproductive justice. Really? Then you're going to have to explain to me or justify to me abortion. That's not justice for the baby. That's murder. Pharmaceutical companies. 
both Booker and O'Rourke comment about how the state can disagree with how to be responsible because of the connection to the opioid crisis and overdose deaths that we're seeing. Uh, again, you can't hold the companies responsible for people's personal choices. Overdosing is generally a choice made by somebody who has medication. That's not the responsibility of the company. And there's this whole thing about labeling and prescription stuff, and so it's like, don't take more than this. for it if you try to do it from the U.S. to Mexico. And Booker jumps in, he says, I will make sure that number one, we end the ICE policies and the customs and border policies that are violating human rights. When people come to this country, they do not leave their human rights at the border. Uh, slightly true statement. Um, 
again only true if people want to operate within the letter of law and if you want to talk about violating human rights um, how about these how about the funding and aid stuff that you guys that these Democrats keep refusing to pass in order to alleviate issues from facilities down there like like a like a bed crowding and hygiene all this other stuff in order to and then even when a non-sufficient one gets passed they they love to play the self-righteous card I mean, Castro wants to get rid of what he proposes, refers to Section 1325 of the Immigration and Nationality Act. Doesn't want to criminalize desperation. He wants to treat it as a civil violation. Uh, okay, so quick example here. I'm desperate. I break into your house. That's so. Are we just gonna treat that as a, you know, a, a you know, a little slap on the wrist thingy? No, that's a legal offense. It's not a civil violation. talks about how they use it, Section 1325, to justify separating little children from their kids. Okay, again, statistically, the indications that I've mostly seen is the percentage of that being true is less so. The, the percentage of people, children here, actually turning over with their biological family is actually significantly less than people just coming across with kids. And then de Blasio jumps in here. He says, the way that American citizens have been told that immigration help created their misery and their pain and their challenges for all of the American people out there who feel you're falling behind or feel that the American dream is not working for you, the immigrants didn't do that to you. The big corporations did that to you. The 1% did that to you. Uh, again, misleading statement and filled with a bunch of horse punches. Here's the thing, the idea that you can break the law 
horrible stuff being done does not give you the justification Be right back in a minute. I gotta take a break. Alright, I'm back. Can you miss me? Probably not. Okay. Um, okay, right back into all this stuff. places in the world, if you choose to ignore or cross the border in a way that is illegal, you are going to get arrested. Uh, 
the book of says Yeshua is heard and will come to the district at the border. Well, I'm not sure mostly not. I mean, you can kind of... You can check the actual, the actual statistics and numbers. It actually... It actually seems like it's down. The numbers are down. I'd be interested to see how many people are actually um, able to like send versus like Barack Obama's administration versus Trump's like uh, how many Panams are able to get through the system legally versus not. And then Governor Inslee, um, he says in a comment, this is what I want to address. He talked about Trump's heinous Muslim ban. I don't know. Uh, heinous Muslim ban. Okay. Again, this is kind of misleading. Again, this is not in any way an anti Muslim thing. When it comes to people who have a strong religious view and who are trying to practice it, you have to look at the whole scope of it. And there are, there are definitely people who are who identify as Muslims who want to kill Americans. Now again, I want to be clear that is not putting all Muslims in the same boat. It's just recognizing that there is an extreme faction. And that there's also, to some extent, even, I know you use religious views, moderate Muslim, religious Muslim population, there are some And then they want to talk about it. Booker says, if we take a swab at deal, we took the other deal that gave us more currency, a new deal that will be pushed back, a new deal that got 10 to 20 years. Uh, no. Again, this is where you have to fundamentally understand that their political and territorial ambitions are pushed by 
people who says that or who truly believes that you can keep a womb whose ambitions are driven by an extremely of how to live out their faith or religion, your Gabbard jumps in and says they can speak there simultaneously for them to prevent anyone from developing a nuclear weapon and killing enough people in the world. Again, ultimately, I don't think you can prevent everyone from doing it. I just think that the logic that makes sense with any deal that anyone can come to. Don't trust Iran to project policies in regards to certain things. Then we get to gun control. Ooh, good one. Start with one. He says we need to treat this like the virus that's killing our children. Uh, you know what else is killing our children? Abortion! And suicide rate. as high as a 19% higher rate among people who have gone through transgender committing suicide. That's not to say whether or not it's accurate, but I think based on the fact that there are even kind of statistics put out there that it would seem to be a logical conclusion that regardless of the percentage it, hap it is happening and since a lot of children seems to be 
This is one where I'm probably going to get a little attachment, so just just a heads up on that. The book's comic, but it's something he's tired of. Tired of hearing people how they had to sit, say, how they have to offer thoughts and prayers. And he says, in my case, people stay safe for that work to dead, so we will find a way. Again, this is a... Okay, anytime someone mentions Christianity, my Christian faith or my faith is generally is something closest with me as a Christian, which is dumb and generally hypocritical. Again, you have to, when it comes to people doing that, you have to look at the actual You have to look at the full counsel of God. You have to look at the entire scripture to see how how what they're saying either does or does not match. issue of him using kind of a faith clip as a argument for being able to take away guns, um, more specifically assault weapons, just just like logical things. When people intend to cause other people It's not going to matter what weapons have been outlawed or not. If someone wants to hurt you, they'll find a way, even if they don't care about the law anymore. If anything, the fact that some people don't care is a good argument for why there should be responsible and armed people. <laughs> you should be able if you want to keep active shooters from going into schools. Maybe allow teachers with concealed carry to carry. Allow the school resource officer to carry.
that just seems to be a, a common sense thing. You're a lot less likely to. You're gonna have to weigh more carefully whether or not you really want to attack a place if you know there's a strong chance people there are armed. I think it's a lot less likely that people are going to go into these schools and start shooting people if they know that there's a higher chance of them actually getting killed. says they should belong on the battlefield and not in our communities. I don't necessarily entirely disagree, but I also disagree on the basic concept that guns should not belong, don't, don't belong in our communities. Again, when you're on our citizenry, becomes a vulnerable citizenry. And then warrants is something I, I agree with. Talking about, they start to talk about coming to government secondary and citizenry. He says, for we are a democracy, and the way that a democracy is supposed to work is the will of the people matters. Now, we have, for far too long, had a Congress in Washington that has completely dismissed what people care about across this country. Totally agree. Also, completely cynical and hypocritical statement. The idea. does and should matter. But here's the thing, again, you, if you've listened to any of my podcasts, you've probably heard how I view the idea of rights and entitlements. And the idea of trying to seek a reasonable balance. That's not really what they're seeking. They're they're seeking to stir up particular pockets in order to add more power to their platform. And then 
Gabbard talked about uh, some donors back. So let me say that there is no one in the government in any of both has the right to tell any American who should they, who they should be allowed to love or who they should be allowed to marry. Yay! Not okay. Okay, I partly agree, but I also that's why I'm if you are a pedophile, should you be able to legally marry you be able to marry a child? statement, but it has some issues. But I agree, government should not be involved in that. It's a freedom of association thing. And then she talks about being involved in the Equality Caucus and voting for passage of what's called the Equality Act. Now, this is where I think you get to some very dangerous territory. Um, if you want to hear more, uh, a good, what I feel is a good take on the Equality Act, um, I recommend listening to Ali Bashi. She had one fairly recently about it that I think is a pretty decent take. And then we get to our work doing a little bit of what I strongly suspect to be historical revisionism. Talk about George Washington and how a lot of power he submitted to the rule of law, submitted to the rule of law and the rule of people. Um, which is, I mean, again, this is where I get a little fuzzy. What I remember being taught is that they wanted a change. George Washington said no. Similar to the idea of president. And I think there were probably many people who would have been just as happy with keeping him as president for until the next election cycle or whatever. It, 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 can kind of, again, this is something that you can, with a little bit of energy and desire, do some fact-checked research on. And then we get to night two, so I'm going to take a break for a second to skip on so I can have my this next part. We'll be right back. Alright, so we are solidly into night two of the debate with highlights for you. Okay. So, with less than certain questions you're not supposed to ask, one of which is how are you going to pay for it? And you notice they always kind of dance around actually answering that. 
first person to that question to you is Bernie Sanders or healthcare. Because every poll that he has got forward is fully paid for. People who have healthcare under Medicare for all will have no premiums, no deductibles, no co-payments, no out-of-pocket expenses. And then he says something which I find to be just completely mind-boggling. Yes, they will pay more in taxes, but less in healthcare for what they get. What are they getting? So you're proposing an extremely high tax rate. Do yourself a favor. All these places that have single payer or primarily single payer healthcare systems, look at the actual outcome. I mean, sure, they, they, they want to argue that most countries who have it spend 50% less on their GDP, which I mean, honestly I don't really, that's not what I care about. I care about quality of care and the ability to be seen quickly and efficiently. I mean, I do think that certain things medically should probably be that to see if there's a way to make them a little bit more affordable. And th there are certain things that are just like more like they're considered family choices, um, plastic surgery, and these other different cosmetic things. Look at these other countries' systems. Look at what you're able to get treated for. Also, look at the wait time and the cost. And I think ultimately what you're going to find, and I could be wrong about this, I hope I'm wrong about it, is that you're going to, it's still going to be about who has, it's going to change it to become who has the most money or who the government believes is going to be able to be more of a benefit to society by getting whatever medical treatment. Anytime you let government take over something, drastic way the risk and consider the chances of the outcome of it becoming tyrannical and dictatorial. Biden jumps in, uh, makes a comment about massive 
cents from the $1.6 trillion tax. Or no, impact repayer. And he would go about eliminating dollars income tax cuts for the wealthy. Um, the wealthy, I'm not sure just how much of a tax cut they get. You actually, when you're wealthy, you end up having to pay more. That's the way the system is naturally set up, I think, for the most part. It's not a ta it was not a tax cut for the wealthy. And show of hands here, how many of you, when you filed your taxes under this under the tax cut stuff, Honestly, did you get more back, less back, the same back? If you got more back, the tax cut worked. See, the idea of a tax cut is, is that it's supposed to allow you to retain a little bit more money in your pocket. And then Ben jumps in with a statement that I think is completely inaccurate, what that you can fact check. Because this that's a lot of some of these statements you can easily fact check it. Um, you take opposing uh, sources and just try to weigh the two of against each other and find what seems to be the most reasonable and logical common ground. Uh, he says, 40 years of no economic growth for 90% of the American people, 160,000 families in the top 1%, top percent of the American bottom 90%, and we have the worst in income inequality that we have had in 100 years. Again, fact check people when they're saying these things. this idea of income inequality. It's misleading. Again, personal life choices. Again, budgeting. Saving. Working up to better paying jobs. Again, income inequality is an argument against diversity of pay. Based on experience, level of risk, and maybe cost of materials.
good, but I even smell all that. But it, it just that's that's the only thing that they use these phrases to basically coat other people as evil, oppressive, and holding the man down. And then they talk about three columns. Uh, Buddhist is the first one that I have. He says, I also believe in the three columns for low and middle income students whose cost could be a barrier. It needs to be more affordable in this country to not go to college. Okay, I agree with the last part of that statement. I don't think that you should have to have a college degree to get a decent job. Where you can make enough of a wage to support yourself. I don't necessarily believe in free college for people who are lower and middle income. I think you get, I think most people will work, you know, get a lot more satisfaction to being able to pay their own way. That's not to say that you won't have to take out a loan and that lowering trying to figure out a good way to lower some of the costs is a bad idea. But when someone says free, you have to realize that it doesn't necessarily mean that the costs go down, it just means that the money is coming, the money for them to do the, the, the free thing is coming out of a taxpayer's pocket somewhere. And then we get into a little bit of immigration stuff. Uh, Biden says they've increased the lifespan of Social Security because they're, they have a job and they're paying Social Security tax. Um, I'm not totally sure on that. It seems like the logical conclusion would be that there's, again, fact check, look at statistics. I'm not sure that's really an accurate statement. My, my instinct is to say it's they're not here legally. How do they have Social Security? And then Harris jumps in and then he talks about immigration. He makes a comment from veterans who have so many many who are undocumented who have served and fought, served our country and fought for our democracy. Okay, listen to that again. For veterans who have so many who are undocumented and who have served our country and fought for our democracy. What? Okay. Am I the only one who's baffled about that? complete insanity of that. 
generally when they're talking about undocumented immigrants, they're talking about people who have overstayed their work visas or come into the country illegally. And I was not aware that people who do that are allowed or have served in the U.S. military and fought for our country. Um, someone's going to have to show me that that's a true statement or not. You can't be a veteran of this country if you're not here legally would be my initial logical reasoning on it. And if you can, that makes those who were, who have served, who were born, or who got their citizenship, it turns them into a joke. disrespectful to others who have served our country who have been law-abiding citizens since day one. And then we get again to the whole idea of it, you know, this stuff is a myth comment about uh, this country's sensitive federal agents to children who are unprepared. Again, uh, it, it seems like the statistics tend to indicate that, generally speaking, it seems like the percentage of children who are presented their biologic parents is lower than children who are being come, or, or relatives are being that they're actually with other people who have absolutely no relation. And then Williams commented about it being child abuse. Right. And abortion isn't child abuse. And all this gender stuff and dressing up boys and girls and transgender thing with kids isn't child abuse. Jill Brand says something which is complete garbage. One of the worst things that Trump, President Trump, has that he has done to this country is to support abortion and stop us who we are. Uh, no, Trump is not primarily responsible for that. 
our own, again, I'm a Christian, so I believe it's our own sinful and tendency to be immoral nature that has done that. she says another statement um, kind of about immigration she says I would have a community based treatment center where you are doing it within the community for asylum seekers or giving lawyers um, and then she talks about doctors I don't remember because I didn't actually get that copy over but you could have naturally extend that I actually think okay here's the thing if we would stop trying to out crazy each other for like five minutes Listen or look at each other's stuff. They actually have some maybe house decent ideas. That's not to say the government should mandate them, but they're house decent ideas. Uh, if a doctor or a nurse or a lawyer wants to do some pro bono work for tax. Whatever, which um, there's stuff you can do down at the border. I think that they should be encouraged to do that. And I do think that there's do you think that the argument that immigration stuff um, that should be left to the communities who are most immediately affected by it is probably not necessarily a bad idea? Now, if we're going to saying the government should, man should mandate things. I think you're going to find people more than willing to, to help and do things. If you just go for a little bit more common sense rather than complete craziness and saying they should be managed from the top down by a big government. And then Buttigieg talked, okay, this is where I'm going to get really, probably really into something. Again, this just has to do with Christianity, so it's just, just something that I claim, and then somebody starts seeing stuff that I think is complete garbage. I'm going to call it out, so that's just an example. Uh, 
food business, we have got to talk about one other thing in Genesis immigration that we talked about. Because the Republican Party likes to cloak itself in the language of religion. Now our party, Democratic Left, does not talk about that as much, largely for a very good reason, which is we are committed to the separation of church and state, and we stand for people, any religion, and people of no religion. But we should call it hypocrisy when we see it. And for a party that associates with it, and for a party that associates itself with Christianity to say that it is okay to suggest that God would smile on the division of families at the hands of federal agents, that God would condone putting children in cages has lost all claim to ever use religious language again. Okay. I have issues here. You, sir, are a complete and utter pharisaical hypocrite. Show me the video, the tweet. Show me the Republicans that are doing this. I'll call them out myself. This is such a straw man argument. And it's throwing all the Republicans, it's throwing all Christians who also happen to be uh, lean towards more Republican values. It's just so divisive. It's virtue signaling. It's Christian virtue signaling. And it's, 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 of course God doesn't smile on this stuff. And I don't think any real Christian would even suggest that. It doesn't even occur to the mind, but at the same time, fully informed Christian who has a correct view of scripture is going to say that yes, compassion is and humanitarian treatment is something we should do it's, it's, but it should not be government mandated and people should not fundamentally have the right again, you should not fundamentally have the right to break the to break laws of any sort, inherently, regardless of, you have to look at them. This is just so, this is so evil. Compassion, yes. Uh, breaking the law, no. The sovereignty of our nation and its borders should be respected. If you choose to take the risk to ignore the process and actually undermine people who are trying to respect the process, even if it's not a process that's 
perfect that it becomes I think I, I agree that it probably becomes too bureaucratic and that it takes um, and that is because the government keeps giving in the way again uh, uh, this is not an argument for just abolishing the system it's an argument for getting big government out of the system the problem is people keep using this crap as a means to acquire and retain more political persuasion and the democrats the leftist democrats are trying to use this in order to gain a new voting block they want to give them citizenship, social social security, health care, the right to vote. They want their states that are giving undocumented immigrants, which generally means they're not here legally, licenses to drive cars. So the logic is, if you're not that, if the logic is, you should be able to benefit from this system even though you have not followed it. And there's a few crimes I'd like to commit. illogical. It just that is going to lead to anarchy and less morality. And it fundamentally tramples the idea of rights. Diaz Ballard, who I know best to nothing about, also comments My question to you is if I think this is maybe the Biden can't recall what I was talking about, but I have to look at the full set post up there. He says, My question to you is this if an individual is living in the United States of America without documents and that's his only sense, should that person be deported? Um, I think the answer is yes. I think you should be sent to the back of the line.
basic idea of be a crime, there should be justice for that, there should be reasonable justice for that. Just want to say people can't choose to be graceful with oppression and take mercy and, and merciful, but here's the thing, if you find someone like that, do you believe what you did? For my first question would be, do you believe I would ask them if they believe what they did was wrong. I would ask them if they sincerely regret it. I would ask them how long they've been here. I would ask them how they've been doing, how much money they've been making. You know, I would try to, and this needs to be a case by case thing. I think fundamentally that they probably owe a debt to people who have gotten their documentation, who have gone through the system correctly, and that fundamentally that debt should not just be necessarily forgiven. We should try to have a balanced look at it. If the debt's owed, the debt should be paid. Lynn Williamson, who is a, another flower of power nutcracker, I shouldn't say nutcracker. She's she reminds me of somebody who probably should have stayed in this flower power era. It's just wow. What to make of her? Okay, so this she says, all these issues are extremely important, but there are specifics, there are symptoms, and the underlying cause has to do with deep, deep, deep realms of racial injustice, both our criminal justice system and in our economic system. And the Democratic Party should be on the side of reparations for slavery for this very reason. Okay, this is another thing. Yes, there has been racial injustice in the past. I think a better majority of that has been corrected. The idea that people are inherently oppressed because the system isn't perfect is kind of stupid. Again, it takes out all consequential responsibility for personal life choices. Reparations for slavery is just stupid. We're like, what, a couple hundred years past that now? There's no good way to determine who should get reparations and who shouldn't and who should pay them.
And then she says this, I do not believe that the average American is a racist. But the average American is woefully undereducated about the history of race in the United States. Um, again, no, I don't think so. I think when you say woefully undereducated, I think you mean woke, not sufficiently brainwashed to our narrative of historical racism. And then Bernie Sanders says something which is complete and utter bullcrap, which is, unlike the Republican Party, we encourage diversity. We believe in diversity. Um, yeah, you believe in diversity so long as everyone stays in lockstep with your radical notion and follows along like blind, blind sheep or whatever to your, to your whims and notions and ideologies. But you get even the tiniest bit out of line, you will be smacked so hard. You won't be able to see for a. You won't be able to see for a week. You'll be smacked so hard you're gonna need <laughs> Medicare for all. And then uh, Gillibrand comments about the truth is, until you go to the root of the corruption, the money in politics, the fact that Washington is run by special interests, you are never going to solve any of these problems. Uh, partly true, partly not. I think another problem is career politicians. politicians is part of the corruption. And the root of corruption isn't just money. It's, okay, when you talk about corruption, you have to look at the fact of morality. And you look at it from other scripture, the root of corruption is man's own sinful nature. And that doesn't have to do with just money. It has to do with a lot of other things, too. Okay, and then um, they start talking about a little bit about a couple other things. We're into the last couple. Um, Sanders is talking about um, Supreme Court judges and Roe v. Wade here. He says, you asked me about my about a litmus test. My litmus test where I will never appoint any justice or nominate any justice to the Supreme Court unless that justice is 100% clear he or she will defend Roe v. Wade. So basically, even if you don't agree, you're going to be forced to argue against your own conscience. That's just great. That's not tyrannical at all.
yeah, not tyrannical at all. If you don't believe something should be defended, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't necessarily be forcing to defend it. And then Galwell that makes a comment that I think is kind of interesting. <laughs> and he's, and this is in reference to this um, gun, assault weapon. He says, but we can take the most dangerous weapon for the most dangerous people. Um, yeah, the most dangerous weapons I currently possess are uh, critical thinking and independently freedom of speech. But they're probably going to try to come after those two. And again, when you disagree with them, they don't really like that. They don't want you to be able to have any recourse. This, this leftist, this leftist leaning party actually bent the kids and dictatorships. And then Gillibrand says, this is a lot to say actually, he says, President Trump is hell-bent on starting a war with Iran. No, he's not. He has specifically, even though you have people who constantly call him a pathological liar, I think in some, if you take the statement that Trump made at face value, he has specifically said he does not want war with Iran. But at the same time, I think when you, people have, one of the questions they asked about was Jewish political correctness. And we'll address that in the discussion. We're going to take another break. Okay, so this is where I think I differ from a lot of people. I try to, I really try to look at things from a spiritual slash religious slash biblical perspective. I try to do my best to correctly understand it and to ultimately submit it to what I believe God is saying. And I think there has to be that there's probably potentially things for me to be wrong, and I want to acknowledge that. When you talk about Jewish political threat, I look at it from King Alec at a biblical point of view. Um, so I think the greatest geopolitical threat there's several. Um, I think both Russia and Iran um, is based Understanding the spiritual nature of things in the world are probably some of the greater Jewish political threats. So this means Russia is considered to be Gog, which means to 
God that spoke to me in the Bible that is going to specifically Russia.
there's a sin. God can use whoever he wants to correct us, but when that person claims to share your faith, I don't know, to me it's trust but verify, and that's what the fruit is about, and by your by their fruit you will know them. Take that with about 17 grains of salt. I think it's not our job to 
give them a free pass. But to try and have a conversation with them, to try to be able to not be able to sit down and discuss and analyze, figure out can only judge based on a full work and hopefully correct understanding of scripture based on what I see. I'm going to let God judge what I can't see. But I'm going to be honest when it comes to the period of time to profess his faith about what I do see and whether or not Alright, so this was a rather long one. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. If not, uh, I'm sorry. It's not really much I can do about it. This is how I'm free story, drinking, conversing with myself and hopefully with you. That's not my goal to get you to agree. It's my goal to try and show. will